Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. Hey, everyone. Got a really cool conversation today. We have Alex West, founder of CyberLeads, based out of the earth, the United, the world. He's a nomad right now, build, running and building his agency. But what's going to be really cool about this conversation today and why I wanted to bring him on the show, Alex has been able to build a multi-six-figure agency based off his newsletter. So he started his journey having a newsletter. He was able to build up so much demand that he was able to eventually start getting clients from the newsletter, which is a really different story. Um, and I wanted to bring him on because I think a lot of agency founders struggle with lead gen. He has a waiting list. He has people that want to work with him and he's telling them no. So Alex, thank you so much for coming on the conversation. For everyone that doesn't know you, I gave them a little bit of a high level introduction. Could you tell the listeners in the audience Who's Alex West? What's CyberLeads? And how'd you start this journey having a newsletter? And we'll, we'll take it from there. First of all, thank you so much for having me, Jordan. I think you put it perfectly. I, it, it started as a newsletter. So CyberLeads was a monthly newsletter where I sent out every month every single company that raised money and what they are likely to outsource. And that, that would entail mostly digital services like design, cybersecurity, software engineering, so I used to, and I still produce this, this list by hand, and I send out this list every single month. And to be honest with you, like it sounds as if it's something well thought and smart, but in reality, I had no intention of building a, a service business. So I started with this newsletter and I, I charged money for it, right? I was growing this newsletter business until one day, a friend of mine who was running a million dollar SaaS, uh, multiple million dollar SaaS, he asked me, why don't I slap on top a service, like a high ticket service? I was too zoomed in into my business that I never thought of that. So I, I started like on top of my newsletter, which was generating around 50K per year at the time, per year. Not per month. I was like, whoa. Uh, no, no, that would be fantastic. But no, it was 50K per year. And then I slapped the service on top and things went wild. And at the moment, they're both generating around 200K per year. But as you said, I think they're the fantastic. Both. Holy, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, each. So each 200K per year. So that's where they are right now. Wow. I'm assuming the newsletter. Do you still put it all together? You, do you leverage content writers or covers or it's just yeah. you? No, no, just me. Everything is just me, even, yeah. even the, the service. I just have one VA, one Yeah, one wow. So, I mean, yeah. realistically, like you're profiting almost a half oh, yeah. million a year. And yeah. I, I really want to highlight this. You know, I work with a lot of agency founders who work really hard. They build seven-figure agencies and they profit 10 to 15%. So they do a million, mm -hmm. they profit... 100,000, 150,000. And the thing I want to highlight to everyone listening, you don't have to build a million dollar agency. It's not required because realistically, Alex, you compensate yourself way more than most of the people I know that run a, a million to $1.5 million annually. Like you're, they're not paying themselves as much as you are because you've built this over time. So for everyone listening, and I'm curious, when did this newsletter start? 
because this is so mm-hmm. powerful and it's really like i said i was so blown away i was like i have to get alex on i have to t- people have to know about this so yeah when did you start the newsletter yeah the newsletter started almost three years ago now it sounds freaking crazy to me and so it's it was early 2020 so February 2020, wow. so almost three years. And that is the power, because this is coming from a person that used to snub and dismiss service businesses as a, as a business model. It took my newsletter to reach 200K three years almost, but it took my agency to reach 200K three months. It's amazing when you can combine those two models together, where you have something that slowly grows and gathers and compounds, and you have like many customers, people you can actually build a relationship with. Because one of the things that I do, Jordan, that maybe is a factor here is that for every single newsletter subscriber that I have, I get to know them personally. I buy them a present, I send them a personalized email, which I, I started this way before the service. This again, Holy this was shit. not planned out. But Did you say for every subscriber, me, every newsletter yeah. subscriber? Yeah, yeah. How many subscribers do you have? Tens. It's not that much because the price is high, but it's uh I would have to check now. It's tens of subscribers. Oh, so what's uh, the price of the newsletter for everyone listening? Because this is an interesting this is this is a different angle too. Like you have to pay mm-hmm. to actually get access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a at the moment that we're talking, it's 200, but it used to be 300. And I think I'm going to take it back there again. So, so it's around 200 three, a year? 300. No, per month. 300. 200, per month. Th- so it's 300 a month for the newsletter. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. And the service is 2K per month, but that, I want to raise that as well to 3K per month. Because you, you can build a relationship with, it, with an email list, you can get to know these people if it's a paid email list. Because I don't think you can afford to do that for a free email list. But if it's a paid newsletter that you have on top of your, or as a, in front of your service, you have a paid email list. You're already then qualifying you can, people. Exactly. That you're qualifying. Like my closing rate is fucking insane because it's not a random guy that wants to just find out more and jump on a call. Uh, it's people that are already paying something similar, but they're just interested in the done for you model. And also because I have taken the time to build a relationship, send them a present and get to know them personally. I think in my opinion, Jordan, the biggest objection in sales calls is trust. It's not it skills that much because if you're competent and trustworthy, I think it's it's more than enough to close someone. So the two biggest things is, do I trust you to give me return on my investment? And will this work for me? And then the third one is my time. But if it's a done for you, the time goes out the window, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is brilliant, right? I did the quick math, right? If you have 200,000 in revenue annually, you have like hundreds, five, 600 people subscribing, maybe 700, depending on, no? No, no, no. I mean, the, the recurring is, th- think about it. So 200,000 oh, 200, divided by, I did the math wrong, divide by 12, yeah. divide by 300. It's like, oh, it's like 55 people. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. That makes more sense. That's, so guys, think about that, right? Because that mo- I just I completely botched the math, so my apologies. <laughs> but think about the math there, right? You're not servicing so many people in the newsletter. It's no. just 55 people paying 200, 300 a month, and right, bang, you you have this multi mm. six figure business, and you're a digital nomad. You travel the world, and now you have an additional offer, and you're profiting almost a half a million a year, right? And like I said, I, guys, I see all the agencies. Most I work with an agency that's almost doing 10 million, and they're barely profiting more than that think about that they're doing nine million annually they have like a five percent profit margin 
Yeah, exactly. It's about the, the intangibles. I think we get so caught up on the big numbers like the, the revenue, and we don't think about intangible profits. Uh, how many founders, taxes, like those three things are way more important to me than revenue. And then the mental health thing, like we've been in, this mm. isn't our first time we've met, like yeah. you have a specific style of life that you want to live and you do not compromise that. Like you have people that will, you have probably tens of people that will pay you and you're like, I thank you, but I, I have to say no for right now. So yeah. let me ask you this, how the newsletter evolved to this thing that's making 200,000? Because you have 55 hyper niche people, super mm-hmm. qualified. How does that newsletter grow? How did get new people and then beyond that like how how do you get to this point of having 55 people this is jordan ross booking meetings at scale month over month is hard over the last three years i've been accumulating the best hacks my clients have been using to set appointments for their seven and eight figure businesses i've taken all of these systems and now my agency eight figure agency books 60 to 85 meetings a month That's 15 meetings a week on average, which has supercharged my agency past the million dollar run rate. I wanna help simplify lead generation for your agency, so I made a free training on how I do this. Yep, that's right. I'm giving away the entire system for free. If you wanna set 85 appointments a month, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads to get your free training today. That's eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads. How does that newsletter grow? How to get new people? And then beyond that, like how how do you get to this point of having 55 people? In reality, what happened was I started the newsletter in 2020 and it was like a slow growth since then. I mainly use my my social media, so Twitter and uh, LinkedIn. Uh, and SEO. Those three are my main uh, distribution channels. And word of mouth a lot, uh, which again, I, I cannot track this. Again, it's something intangible. I suspect that is, it is because, you know, I buy presents to my customers and then they might feel good and want to repay me in some way. Or it's because I build and be open and I have a daily blog and people read my blog and then they recommend it, even if they are not my direct potential customer, they will refer it to someone else. So there's a lot of word of mouth, a lot. I do realize that that may not be applicable and useful to other people because, you know, building a social media brand takes years. And I was working on on my Twitter presence since 2018, basically. So that's how the newsletter Let's Let's pull up your Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Alex West, CO. Alex, you're at 24.9 thousand. Right. So you yeah. have almost 25,000 people. You've been working on this for years. And there's the daily newsletter of Alex and subscribe. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, I think what's really interesting about this for me, you've been very methodical. Like, I think most agency owners, like, they're playing the game of the ego. And I don't get any sense of ego from you. I get just a humble person that is consistent, right? That you want to be methodical and you just care about your happiness. And, yeah, if it takes me a little bit a little bit longer to hit a million, but I'm happy. I'm not I'm not negotiating on my lifestyle. I'm yeah. okay with that, right? Because why wouldn't yeah. you be? Like you have a great lifestyle. Like I could tell you personally. Like the difference between making 10k a month and 40k a month is drastic, or 30k a month. But once you exceed a certain level of income, your happiness doesn't really change. No. There's the law of depreciating returns. So you're like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do this methodically. I'm gonna take my time and 
really run this business the way I want to. And you're growing a newsletter, like 50 something people on it, 55 people. You're going to grow the newsletter slowly, word of mouth, right? You're not like, you could probably run ads to it. Realistically, mm -hmm. you could definitely mm -hmm. run ads to the newsletter and definitely get a lot of subscribers. Yeah. But I mean, it's, you don't have the need to. So like, let me ask you this. I know Marketing Max, I don't know if you know him on Twitter. He has a newsletter as well that mm -hmm. has like a really low mm -hmm. ticket offer. Like it's free once a week and then it's $10 a week. But, and he's been able to run ads to really grow that to 10,000 people on the newsletter. Why not build a funnel to grow from 55 people to hundred people? Like why not run ads in front of it? Because the cost to acquire a customer and then the return, you could probably really dial that in and yeah. something scale like crazy. Yeah. I think you're right, to be honest with you. However, uh, a quite strange thing is that I have a, there is a direct correlation between the number of people that use a lead list and the quality of the leads. So the more people that use it, the worse the, the returns. I don't necessarily believe that, to be honest with you, because I think competition is pretty much irrelevant. I do think that if I water down this uh, this list too much, then it will not provide value as and if you were value. to increase it you probably need to let's just say you get 100 companies on there a month you probably need to increase it to like a, if you double it you might need to double that to a 200 companies that have just raised funds a month right yes. and you got to put more yes. work in yeah that also and also to be like to be realistic with, with you and everyone listening like if i can manage to reach a stage so at the moment just full transparency i can handle up to 15 clients on the high ticket right so newsletter subscribers, there's no problem. I literally just send an email every month. But for the enterprise customers that pay 2K per month for the service, realistically, I can handle maximum 15. After that, entropy is just too much. Like even one little change from even though it's productized, one agency space is like raise your prices. And the most important part of raising prices is to create more margin or to create more room to reinvest into improving the actual service. And that's what we really found out is like, okay, if we're charging $600 a month, we can't really invest in multiple email accounts and the best email tools and account managers oversee the whole process. It's very unlikely that this will work and we'll churn that client. If we charge $3,000, we can invest in dozens of email accounts, which adds more stability. We could assign an account manager and pay them well enough. And we could actually make this service work consistently without us having to be there for the day to day. And that was like the biggest revelation for us. And, and then of course, obviously, if you're charging 600 compared to 3000, you need one client compared to five. And so the logistics make a lot of sense there too. But yeah, I mean, that, that was game changer. What's your retention look like? Because, you know, I remember, I think it was in March, I'm, I'm, I'm having a flashback to where I was when we were having this conversation, but I was like, hey, like, we're going to work. You guys were closing like 20 deals a month yeah. early. You're doing it quick. And it was really impressive. And I was like, all right, so like, we're making this transition in three months. We're going to see some churn. That'll give us an indication. And then from there, we'll be able to really establish a baseline. Like, what are you guys seeing right now in terms of stability, roughly? Yeah, so it's it kind of flipped, right? So we're not closing as many deals as we were before, um, but we're not losing clients like we were before. Uh, and what's actually happening is is what's taking place of the deals we were originally closing is we're actually upselling the existing clients. Before, we never really used to have an upsell. And even if we did, it was really hard to upsell those clients because they were ready to leave. So it's like, how do you sell someone that wants to leave anyways? 
and now it's like we're getting really good results and so it's like how do we upsell these guys to be higher value and it's just exactly what like guys like Formosi talk about is you retain them longer and eventually upsell them that's like how you increase ltv and that's what you guys also help this with is is kind of seeing like get someone in the door now for this amount if you prove yourselves you could you know scale it up and, and upsell them in the higher tiers uh, and that's works really well for us and it, it works well for our client success managers to give them some sort of incentive to work towards and uh yeah like the retention is is increased and the upsell rate is went from like non-existent to a fair percentage of our clients now are on that's higher fucking, packages it's fucking sick i absolutely love it you said something our customer success managers when we were working with each other it was in roughly march or april you hired your first one i forget that that chick um eastern european stephanie stephanie yeah killer freaking awesome that was your first employee that i think you had actually hired that was like going to be client facing and this was a big deal at this point in your development as an entrepreneur looking back what are the big things that you took away because i i actually just serendipitously pulled up that original steroid checklist that you built for her yeah. So what are those takeaways that you had back then? And then that just framed your reference as a business owner and manager of people today. Yeah, I think like the the biggest holdback for me, and now that I like talk to other agency owners about this stuff as well, like the biggest holdback from hiring like a customer facing role is the fact that I wasn't prepared to make the hire. And what I mean by that is like, it was really hard as like an entrepreneur to like think in terms of like an employee's mindset because there there needs to be structure there needs to be agendas there needs to be frameworks whereas an entrepreneur you kind of wake up and it's you don't really know what to expect that day but like an employee would not survive in that environment so you have to like put yourself in the employee's mindset which is again really difficult to do especially uh, for so, someone who's never been an employee <laughs> yeah exactly um, so it's like it was really difficult to do what would happen is I'd, I'd hire people and I just kind of expect them to show up and, and know, you know, what's going on and, and what processes to follow and, and really just what to work on until it just didn't work time and time again. So the standard work checklist, uh, which Jordan is referencing is, is something that I learned from him as well, which is really just like a, a, a checklist of things for the employer, the specific role to work on every single day and, and to be held accountable to completing every single day. And so all I did was I implemented something like that, knowing that it's also going to change and evolve and get better over time. Uh, and that was really it. And it just, it's just such, such an easy management system to live by because you communicate with the client success manager, the specific role, what needs to get done every single day. And then you review it at the end of the day to see the progress. And if it didn't get done, you just make observations. So like at the end of the week, if you see a specific task continually did not get done, obviously you need to address that. Or if you saw a task get done and you saw like a direct impact, like maybe do more of that. And so it's more so like, instead of doing the actual work, it's observing what the work results in. And it's like what people talk about is working on the business instead of in the business. It allows you to just make better and quicker decisions on how to move the business forward. So I, I kind of want to change paces here. And dude, I just want to give you some quick kudos, right? I was making a list. I have a post. I'm playing I'm playing with it. I think it's going to upset a lot of people because not everyone's on this list. I remember in like 2005 on ESPN, they made like the perfect quarterback and it was like Michael Vick's feed and like 
Tom Brady's like vision and Peyton Manning's are. I don't know. And I was thinking <laughs> about that for the agency or the entrepreneur. Yeah. And I have you on there. I'm just like serial entrepreneur, <laughs> like <laughs> the serial mentality. But so I just wanted to give you those kudos because like you're a really exceptional learner and it, it really does take obviously a specific type of person to have these ventures because I mean, I bought into Taylor's and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> this is, this is more than I realized it's going to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Massive kudos to you, man. Appreciate it. Client Ascension. Uh, this is the business that as of last month is going to do a $3 million run rate. Everyone's listening to this. It's a coaching program. I know more details. Like there's a lot of agencies that might be interested. What is Client Ascension? Why should someone care? What do you guys teach? What do you guys do? Yeah, Client Ascension. So the backstory there is uh, you mentioned a few times Daniel, Daniel Fazio uh, or Cole Email Wizard, Black Hat Wizard. He he's a homie. By. He's a straight homie. <laughs> yeah, he's got a few aliases out there. The way I got started with our Cold Email Legion Agency Knowledge X was through Daniel's private group like two years ago. And in that group, he uh, and I connected a bunch and I was, you know, just adding a lot of value to the community and whatever else. So we ended up getting on some calls and we ended up partnering on like an info product at the time called the vault. And that ended up being like his second most successful info product ever behind cold email master, which he's known for that went really well. And because we had uh, myself, Daniel or myself, Dan and Christian had background in uh, coaching businesses. We felt it was a good decision to start a coaching business to help agency owners to basically implement a lead gen system, right? Because we trial and error lead gen agencies for three years, maybe. Like you mentioned, Incubate Media was one of them. Like we had a lot of failed ventures in the agency space. And going back and looking at why all of those failed, it usually came down to either the offer or the lead gen um, and the sales and, and some other things as well. But those were like the core focuses. And those were the things that we were really good at and are really good at. And Daniel as well. Again, he's like the cold email wizard. So you know, he got that name because he knows how to do cold email. So yeah, we started a coaching program basically to help people that wanted to get into the agency space and wanted to come up with an offer that would actually sell and then learn how to implement a legion system to drive leads and traffic to sell that offer. Right. So it's it really just like an introductory agency offer. We started the program. It was just us. We would do like weekly coaching calls, nothing crazy. Learned a lot from that first cohort experience. And then it really like revolutionized. This was like where the innovator in me really sparked. Cause like I'm an integrator, like I think systems and operations and processes, but I'm also kind of like a visionary, like innovator. Like I have like these really pivotal ideas or moments that happen within each business that really like turn a corner. I mean, for client Ascension, I remember specifically, it's, it's a really cool story. I was sitting at the Marriott uh, in Tampa the week we were touring apartments in Tampa, deciding whether or not we should move here. Um, and I just had an idea that like, I only know so much. I only know Legion. Daniel knows Legion. Dan knows sales. Christian knows copy. Uh -huh. There's so many other things that you need to do to run an agency successfully. And so one thing that I've done really well with is making connections in the space to other people that are really smart, have success, all that great stuff. So we just basically built like an army or a team of other coaches for all the different facets of running an agency, brought them together, put them on salary and said, come into our program and, and uh, teach what you know. And so that like just revitalized the entire thing. So it wasn't just us. It was 
like you pointed out, now we're up to nine weekly calls. We have we covered nine different topics within the agency space every single week on a live call in our program. And then outside of that, we have the community and Slack and all that stuff. But anyways, so it's just a coaching program for agency owners. We could go in like- Coaching to- program, nine weekly calls, guys. Check it out, Client Ascension. If you're trying to get your first 10 to 50,000 or scale your business up to 50,000, these, these are the guys that are going to teach you. I still refer leads to Andre's Knowledge X. I sent a lead this morning that booked a call. So guys, if you couldn't tell them a big fan, so Andre, if they want to check out Knowledge X or Client Ascension, where do they go? Yeah, knowledgex.us dot com uh is not available so knowledgex.us and then clientascension.com yeah or just my twitter at andre heichel jr i post everything on there as well big go on twitter awesome andre <laughs> thank you so much for coming out man really appreciate it Yo, thank you jordan for everything appreciate it